morning. You're listening to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast brought to you by Joy's House. We are so happy that you're here. Caregiver Crossing, if you're new to us, is a podcast created just for you, the caregiver. I'm Tina McIntosh. I'm Terry Stacy, and we're here every week with experts from across the country providing comfort and resources and joy to our caregivers. And this podcast really serves to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. So thank you all so much for joining us, Tina. Let's do it. Jump right in. All right. So this is a lot because closing a person's estate, you know, after they die, it can be a long and a, a complicated process. And it's not, well, it's not like it's just one task. I mean, there's a lot of things that are taking place and a lot of things that are new to families during a really difficult time. And so some people I know navigate with no outside support, but there are resources that are available that can help you know, making that closing of, of your loved one's estate more manageable. And so today we're joined by Sarah Kendrick, who is the founder of RIA Services. It's R-H-E-A Services, a company that provides several um, services. We're going to learn about them. So including, you guessed it, estate closure services. So Sarah, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we're happy to have this conversation with you, and I'm really glad to have it with an expert because it can be a lot. So I guess the first thing is, in very, very simple terms, what what's the definition of a state closure? I would say that the, the simplest way to describe it is finalizing, finalizing the details of someone's life here. It's, there's a lot that encompasses that. I'm sure. So <laughs> we know that you have a music therapy background, which is phenomenal. And so how does that music therapy background really influence the work that you're doing today? You know, I loved that work uh, and it taught me a great deal of things, (laughs) including, you know, I've always had a lot of empathy for people and really wanting to make a difference and helping them. So obviously that carries over into what I'm doing now. Um, And then just being able to think on my feet, (laughs) thinking outside the box and being able to help figure out solutions for problems that we maybe haven't considered yet. Um, And then being detail oriented and, and keeping track of of things and good records. That's really important when you're finalizing someone's estate or when you're working as a music therapist, keeping track of somebody's data. So Mm. the reality is you're working with people at a time that's really sensitive, right? They've just lost somebody that they love and they're trying to figure things out. Emotions can come into play. And so I'm, I'm a visual learner. Terry is too. So can you, you maybe give us an example or two of what is the kind of work that you do to come in with estate closure? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So it's, I mean, basically anything that the family needs help with, I want to be able to either offer that help on my own or connect them with the resources they might need. So some examples of that are going to be uh, contacting life insurance companies and getting that process started. I don't fill out all the paperwork, but I get the paperwork to the client's family so that they don't have to make that call. Um, Finalizing some of those accounts like you know, your streaming services, those all have to be canceled or um, cable, the cell phone bill, you know, different things, different entities have to be notified, different government branches, uh, your utility companies, if only one person's name is on the bill and the other person is still there, that all has to be updated. So it's a lot of those smaller details that that I'm able to help with. I'm not going to lie. So there's probably, you're, Go you're ahead, saying Tina. all that. And I want to lose my mind just thinking about being on one of those phone calls. I mean, that is kind yeah. of with the cable company. God bless their little hearts. You're on, you're on hold for like 44 minutes before you even get to talk to a human. So I just, 
what a weight that would lift off. Can you just come do it at my house? No one's passing right now, but if you just help us out around here, I mean, <laughs> heaviness sure. that you I helped we could take. that out. Oh, so go ahead, Terry. You had something you were going to say. No, it really, it just, it, she's, she was already mentioning things that I would never think of like cable, you know, those there's a, there's gotta be an incredible list that of details that I would completely overlook. And so maybe talk about some of those overlooked things when it comes to estate closure. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, there are a lot of details and a lot that has to be managed. Some of the things that I find that are overlooked, and it's not that people don't intend to share that information. They just don't always have it available. So a lot of times people can't find the documents that they need, like their filing system is kind of wonky. And actually that's, um, I'll do a little (laughs) side note. That is something else that I help families do is I help them organize all of that information ahead of time so that they have what they need before an emergency. Um, But yeah, a lot of times it's just finding that documentation, finding that paperwork, um, knowing where to look for things, you know, even as simple as Uh, you know, a lot of people do online banking on their phones. So does somebody have a passcode to your phone or or are you the only one that can access that? And then social presence, online presences. Um, It's not something that immediately comes to mind because it's, oh, that doesn't seem as important, which it's not grand scheme. But if it's not taken care of, it's a loose end that could be problematic in the future. Sarah, you're saying that, and I think about... (laughs) It's only funny because we were able to laugh about it and we're so used to um, end of life conversations in my household. But my father-in-law passed six years ago, I think at this point, lovely, lovely man. And within the first year of his passing, I got a Facebook message from him, which is not possible because he had passed away. Wow. Totally freaky. And my mother-in-law, she was using his account, bless her heart, (laughs) like I mean, and it happens all the time, or I have several friends who passed and on birthdays, it pops up and says it's so-and-so's birthday. And my heart breaks a little bit more every time I see that. You're right. Well, so many people who overlook that. And some people don't, they don't always realize that someone has passed. And so they'll like say birthday wishes as if someone was still here, which again, as a loved one is a whole other complicated emotion to feel because yeah, it's, it gets tricky. That's tough. So Sarah, my question is, when do we hire you? Um, not last minute, obviously. So when when is a good time to, to get you involved in our lives? Sure. Well, if you are interested in doing any of that gathering of information ahead of time, which I would obviously highly recommend, I can do that work with anybody in all stages of life. I've done it with people in their 20s, 30s, you know, 70s. Um, So it's just a broad range of people there. But then um, as far as the estate closure side is whenever the family feels able to ask for help, it's, it's, there are so many things that they have to manage. So if somebody else wants to connect us, I'm happy to make that initial phone call because sometimes when you're grieving, there's just, it's impossible to do one more thing. Um, And even if that thing is going to make things easier. So if, if someone knows someone who has lost someone that could benefit from the service, they can connect us that way. I'm happy to reach out to that family, but it's, I can even go as far as to help. I, you know, I've met some funeral directors that I really like, and if somebody needs that kind of help too, I'm happy to direct them, but it's whatever stage they're in that they think that they need some additional help and they'd like somebody to take some of those tasks on. I'm happy to do that. 
A couple things come to mind, um, Sarah. And again, you're hearing the voice of um, Sarah, who Sarah Kendrick, who's the founder of Reyes Services. And so, um, one, I want to make sure that Joy's House, we get you one of our care kits, Sarah, because it might help as you're working with them. Um, just even open some other lines of of conversation. And so we'll make sure we get one to you. And then if you want more, let us know. We're happy to work with you on that because it might be um, a helpful thing to do. And then I have a quick question for you. Do you work with clients in person? Do you work with them virtually? I mean, like a combination of both. How's that working nowadays? You know, everything I can do, I can do virtually. So I can work with people wherever they are and on a time schedule for the most part <laughs> that works best for them. Um, as long as we can make those time zones work, I'm happy to help people wherever they are. So that makes it a little easier on my end. Perfect. Sarah, I just, I think we've got maybe a minute or two left. So I just want to say to you, how do we get a hold of you? And if any last words that you want our listeners to know about when it comes to estate closures and how to, uh, how to make it a little bit easier with your help. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you can reach me at Sarah at reaservices.com. That's R-H-E-A services. Um, Sarah with an H. Um, reaservices.com is also my website. There's a phone number there. You can feel free to reach out that way. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then mostly what I would just like to say is take care of those families. It's a really hard time. Any support that you can provide, any follow-up care, just be there. They, they really need the help in that time. Tina, do you want to call, you want to get, let people know how to get a hold of you? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. I've, I've um, got so, it in front of me, but surely. You that's know. okay. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. A really good, um, <laughs> good way to make us think here this morning, but as we close the show, I just want to remind everybody that you can contact me directly if you have, um, I don't know, if you have a topic that you want on the show, something that we mm-hmm. haven't done well or that we haven't done at all. Uh, if you have an experience you want to share, or if you're looking for information and resources, um, we can help you through that journey of caregiving. So you can email me at tina at joyshouse.org. And we also want to thank our good, the good people that uh, really support us, which is AARP. They are the leading, they are leading rather a revolution in the way that people view and live life after 50. We love that they're working to empower people to choose how they live as they age. And we're also supported by our friends at American Village, a senior living community right here in Indianapolis. They offer full continuum of senior housing and healthcare solutions designed to accommodate a variety of lifestyle choices and healthcare needs. And finally, a big thank you to our newest sponsor, Majestic Care. Majestic Care provides community-based skilled nursing throughout Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan, specializing in clinical services based on local needs. We appreciate y'all listening to Caregiver Crossing. We'll be back next week, and we hope you'll be here with us too. Until then, take care.